Hi, I'm David Gassaway, Interim City Manager for the City of Fairfield, and this is Talk Around Town. I'm here today with Stephen Conti, our fire marshal here at Fairfield Fire, and one of the top fire marshals in all of the state of California. Stephen, hello. Well, thank you, David. Thank you very much for that introduction. So today we'll be talking about the importance of smoke detectors that are in our residential homes all over. Um, they're either hardwired or battery operated. Uh, these smoke detectors um, in the newer homes are 10-year lithium batteries. They literally last so, for 10 so, years. So then I don't have to do anything with it for 10 years. 10 years. All right. You can, and the way to check, you should ask any new home buyer should ask that. But in most of the new homes, they're literally 10 years. And all you have to do when at but that uh, end aren't, aren't most all of them 10 years? I mean, most no. everybody doesn't check their batteries for 10 years, right? That's a great point. So a lot of the older ones are battery operate or battery, nine volt battery only. And you have to replace those. We recommend highly every year. Very oh, important. Okay. okay. We go on many, our, our uh, suppression crews roll all the time on uh, faulty smoke detectors. And unfortunately, there's been many uh, fatalities due to non-working smoke detectors. So the so importance just, of them... Don't just wait until it's beeping at you to replace the battery. Exactly. Okay. And it's so important to make sure that you know they're operational. And if you don't know that or have any questions, always make sure you can contact Fairfield Fire Prevention Bureau and we'll give you all the information and more for okay. sure. Okay, so how do I know if it's a 10 year or if it's a one year, if I've got to replace it or just check it? How do, how do I know those things? The easiest way, we have this demonstration on the, on the wall. If they are a wall mounted, it's six inches down from the ceiling. But as you know, a lot in homes are always on the ceiling. The requirement is either in every bedroom, outside common area in the hallway of the bedrooms and at least 20 feet away from any cooking appliances. Okay, so that the smoke as you're cooking yeah, doesn't set them exactly. off. Exactly. All right. So in older homes that are only battery operated, you would, you would and or the new homes that are um, literally brand new 10-year lithium, you can get on a ladder, always be safe. If they are hardwired or they're not, if you don't know, please make sure you shut down your utilities right away. That's on your sub panel, electric panel. You usually should have a little breaker. Shut that off before you go up. Then you get up there and they literally are a counterclockwise twist off. Okay. All right. If you pull these off and you obviously see wires and wire nuts, it's hardwired. Wired. Okay. Newer homes, one goes off. I'm sure you've probably, or maybe you have in your lifetime, they all go off. Yeah. In my house, they're all wired and one, one day they went off and we were running around trying to find that was the one that was going off. So how would we know which one that is? So if you don't know, walk through the house and look for the one that's the blinking red light. That's, okay. that's your well, device. While, while your ears are plugged. While your ears are plugged. <laughs> Dog's freaking out. Exactly. And then that's the one you would undo. Sometimes it's just common dust um, or window. I've had it where the cold weather blew in and it just uh, mm, okay. made this go into alarm for no reason take it down, clear it out, maybe wave a rag in front of it. But for a replacement, you would literally pull it off. The power's off, it's hardwired. You'd undo the wire nuts, okay. three wires, red for your hot, white for your neutral, and green for your ground. Take those off and you can literally look right here and it'll tell you whether it's 10 year or the easiest way if you're searching around for a 10 year lithium battery, there's no opening port 
to take out and replace the battery. Okay, so it's just the whole unit then. The that whole unit, exactly. Okay. And again, if you were to replace that at 10 years, you would you could leave the base, but we recommend the whole device comes off. You put the whole brand new one up, plug your wires back in, wire nuts. That's very vital to make sure those are screwed on tight. And then it's just back on, twist on, and this, while well, this, this would be whatever direction it is, the bottom line, it's uh, connected, snug, and then a good way to test it, hold your test button down, and there you go. There it's it operational. Okay. You let it go. It usually three seconds. Now, the same thing with battery operated. You could take this off. You would see an opening little mm -hmm, port. Mm -hmm. Open it up, nine volts right in there. Same process, back on. Test it, it goes off, you're good. Okay. okay. Every year um, or every 10 years, the most important thing is that they're up, they're operational, and you should be checking them at minimum annually. I, I think everybody knows where to get a nine volt battery, but if I needed a new 10 year lithium version, where would I find that? Another great question. So all your Home Depots, most Target stores, Lowe's, any hardware store, they're all over. And if okay. you don't know, your fire department has them as well that we were more than willing to help and hand out. All right. We have a limited supply, but if no one else knows or can find them, please reach out to Fairfield Fire Prevention and we'll uh, facilitate that. Awesome. All right. Anything else I need to know about smoke detectors and changing them? Now, um, what, what about CO2? Is that, is that a new requirement so, as well? CO2 is carbon dioxide. The one you're asking about is carbon monoxide, CO detector. Those are required wherever a fuel-fired appliance furnace is in the bedrooms or anywhere in the house, you have to have at least one. The same thing with that is if you, whether they're in the bedrooms, the furnaces, or outside in the main living area, you should have at least one to protect yourself. Same thing, somewhere down on the ceiling is better, lower level, because carbon monoxide doesn't really rise. So if anybody's got um, natural gas or propane that they're using for their heating or for their appliances, then they would need a CO detector. Correct, and in the end, you, you can never go wrong just to have it. It went in doubt, buy one and mount it in your home. Okay. The smoke detectors also, again, to reiterate, the importance of those outside your sleeping quarters to protect your family, children, loved ones, firefighters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so important to have those, and I can't stress that enough. And I truly want to appreciate you giving us the opportunity to go over and explain this. And if anybody has any information, again, feel free to reach out to Fairfield Fire Prevention. Okay, great. Um, now, if in the off chance, um, the unfortunate chance that there was actually a fire in my house, are there any, is there anything I can do while calling Fairfield Fire? We're going to go outside here shortly and show you how to put out a kitchen fire All using right. a fire extinguisher. Okay. But the other thing besides that is we always recommend that you sleep with your doors closed. You have an escape route out of your bedroom, windows, you never bar them up or block. And if there is a fire, you get everyone out of the house immediately, call 911 and never go back in. All right. All, All right. right. Well, let's go do the demonstration All right. then. All right. Looking Hey neighbor, what are you doing? Has this light always been broken like this? I hadn't noticed. We should report it to get it fixed. Report it? How do we do that? With the My Fairfield CA app. App? Yeah, you just click on the issue you're experiencing, fill out the information, and it sends a report. So it's the My Fairfield CA app. Here. Actually, I have a card. 
you should have it. Thanks! Get the My Fairfield CA app. Pass it on. All right, welcome everyone. This is our second portion of our fire and life safety demonstration. And we're gonna be uh, demonstrating how to put out a kitchen fire utilizing a common fire extinguisher that you find in many homes, businesses that are important. Now we have our extinguisher, we have our cooking utensils and uh, apparatus, but I'm missing a firefighter and I think, where is he? I'm right here. David! I'm, I'm here and I'm ready to go. I got all my safety gear on. <laughs> well, you look great, but you're a little overdressed for this. So I wouldn't need this at home if I no. had to put out a kitchen fire? Never. Okay, well that's good. This that's is good. Uh, what uh, the professionals wear in our, in our uh, line of work, but you still look great. So thank you though for being ready to yeah, go. Yeah, absolutely. So the importance of a fire extinguisher, um, you, and to use it on a, a small kitchen fire, garbage campfire, we never recommend using it on anything, anything really bigger than that. Okay. But uh, utilizing, you should, everyone should have one of these in, in a, their own home. Now, are, it, they, are they all the same? So there's five classes of fire. You have your ordinary combustibles, what we say class A, flammable combustible liquids, class B, electrical, class C, mm -hmm. metals, class D, and class K are your cooking oils for your kitchens, vapor-laden producing types of kitchen apparatus. So today we're gonna to be demonstrating with class K, right? Uh, we're gonna assume this is a dry chemical okay. extinguisher and not to complicate it, but the three classes and the most common extinguisher out there in businesses and in homes is a 2A 10BC extinguisher. That has three classes, your ordinary combustibles, your flammable liquids and your electrical. So okay. this is technically kind of like a flammable liquid. So we're gonna have uh, the fire start up here and this is gonna simulate our kitchen fire. So when you choose an extinguisher, it should be mounted on a wall. You should always have the, an exit egress, path of egress, upwind, uphill okay. to ensure, make sure your gauge is in the green there should be a California State Fire Marshal tag. They're required to be inspected, maintained, and tested annually. Annually, okay. And you have a pin with a zip tie. And if you see any of those missing, no zip tie, no pin, no tag, not in the green, then it's probably a faulty extinguisher and you shouldn't use it. So at, but that, it, at that point, it'd be time to replace it, get a new one. Correct. Okay. So let's say everything's going good. We have a kitchen fire. The first thing you always want to make sure is that you try to either turn off the gas or if it's an oil fire, put a lid over it. Okay. But if those are not the option and there's too much, you would take your extinguisher. I have the right extinguisher. We're utilizing the pass method. Pull the Pull. pin. Pull. Aim the All nozzle. All right. Squeeze for a test to make sure it's working and then approach and you want to sweep at the base, never shoot the smoke, and continue until the fire's out. So Stephen, if I wanted to learn more about putting out a fire or for fire prevention in general, where could I find more information? Great question, David. So go to fairfield.ca.gov prevention. And remember, the best way to stop a fire is to prevent a fire. All righty. Well, Thank you very much, Stephen Conti, Fire Marshal here at Fairfield Fire. This has been another excellent episode of Talk Around Town. See you next time.
supposed to go out. <laughs> okay, you can't kill it? <laughs> Are you messing with me? Don't worry, we'll 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 uh, We can edit that. Yeah, right? yeah, they can C CGI. They can they can they can cut that fire out. Cuz yesterday I knocked that out in like 3 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to talk so much. <laughs>